Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 475, from July 24th, 1997, a Thursday night show, with no guest. With episode 474, we recently released the only part of the episode we have in the most recent Partials episode with Lamont Bentley. So that's all we had, and you heard it already. Wish we had more. Adam opens the show with a tease of the next week of guests, including Motley Crue and Kristen Johnson from Third Rock in the Sun. Adam says it's a very sad day in the Corolla family and tells the audience about the death of his step-grandfather Lotzi at around 2.30 a.m. Drew and Adam bond over the way deaths and earthquakes only seem to occur during the same hours in the middle of the night to early morning. Adam brings up an answering machine message from an angry neighbor and reveals he was turning off his ringer even back in 97. This is a newly recovered Kevin tape. It has been lost to the archive for over 17 years. This is the first time anyone is hearing it since 1997. Adam also tells the story in brief of his grandfather's uh, death from his dad's side of the family, which really wasn't shared again until Adam's Kalos X Morning Show in 2007 when his dad came in studio for a Thanksgiving-themed episode. It was briefly mentioned on Love Line, but it's quite intense as well. Adam shares a different yet recent anecdote about his grandma lamenting the loss of her husband. This is not the infamous KY comments that will soon take place. Instead, this is similar but different. Drew's reaction is priceless and very 1997 Drew. He reminds Adam that Lotzi was the one to cure him of his bedwetting, which was recently covered on the Adam and Dr. Drew show episode 208, released uh, this past January, 2015. Adam gets emotional and Drew talks him through it. This seems to be the first known time Adam cries on air on Loveline. There are at least two more times that happens between now and 2005, uh, one and a half. There's either two to three times he's cried on Loveline. It's up for debate. We'll soon find out. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get it on. Rest in peace, Lotsy. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Fully oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, it is Loveline. Phone number 1 800 LOVE 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He's a board certified physician, dish management specialist. Uh, nobody tonight. Just the love that will be found between the two hosts. And I, I should say the host and hostess. Um, uh, I beg your pardon? Kristen uh, Johnson from Third Rock from the Sun will be in next week. Yeah. Drew's going to miss that. Yeah. Also, uh, the Motley Crew crew and uh, Rick Ocasek, you remember uh, from the cars. And I'll be gone all week. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. It's a very sad day in the uh, Corolla family. Oh, yeah. Grandpa. Well, it's not really Grandpa Corolla. Uh, Step-grandpa. Yeah, I... Uh, Listen, uh, all you uh, dysfunctional wannabes out there, let me tell you, the Corollas have, uh, were pioneering this whole dysfunctional family thing years ago. Before it was popular. Oh, yeah. everybody's on the bandwagon now. Step this, uh, half this, fake that, uh, you know, alcoholic abuse of this and that. Ah, not the Corollas. We're, uh, we're trendsetters, pioneers. Now, what did this limb, if you will, do? Well... Here is, uh, all right, so my grandfather died this morning at uh, about 2.30 a.m. Oh, in the morning? Yeah. I got a, uh, old people uh, dying is like earthquakes. Yeah, always happens in the early No morning. one dies at yeah. 4 in the afternoon. No, 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 that's right. When uh, everyone's up and dressed. I'm, 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 I'm here to tell you. True. Are you here to yeah. tell me? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, can you testify, brother? Yeah. Yes, sir. I don't know what that Amen. is. Uh, earthquakes. Uh, uh, there's actually theories about the way the hormonal cycling, diurnal cycling goes, that uh, increases the risk of clot forming in the heart and things like that. Oh, yeah. that All right. Between 2 and 4 a.m. is sort of a 
difficult time. Low flow states. All right, so earthquakes hit uh, when you're naked, and relatives die when you're naked mm-hmm. and uh, in bed. So uh, I, who normally don't have my ringer turned on, as a matter of fact, I have my phone turned off so much that uh, my a-hole neighbor called me, left a message Uh uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was PO'd and insulted and said, I would appreciate your phone number instead of just your answering service. Now, I only have one phone number. It's just my ringer's turned off so much I never pick up the damn phone. But uh, be that as it may, uh, I left the ringer on uh, because uh, he was sick. And I thought uh, I may be getting a phone call. And uh, sure enough, I got it last night about uh, 3 uh, a.m. 3 a.m. Thank- thankfully, I'd uh, turned in at 2.45. Oh. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, and uh, I basically got up and just uh, pulled an all-nighter, went over to uh, Granny's house. Oh. Uh, Mom was there. Yeah. Oh, you know, tears. And, uh, oh. oh, boy. Oh, and uh, Grandpa laid out there. And uh, just, uh, I, I love the man very much. He was... Uh, uh, people have different degrees of relationships with their grandparents, uh, ranging from, uh, the, you know, that old crazy uh, nutball who uh, used to buy me, uh, you know, stale candy and smelled like mothballs. And, I, you know, they lived back in Cleveland and I never saw him. Like, I have my, gram- my grandfather on my uh, dad's side I never saw. This is the real Corolla. This is the, the true pioneer. The true pioneer uh, died uh, because he got in a car accident on the way to a musical gig. Uh, when he was, uh, when my dad was only 17 and he got like a trombone through his uh, sternum or something. Sounds funny, but uh, I'm guessing at the time it was still traumatic. Have you ever been around a dead person before? No. That's got to freak you out a little bit. I mean, uh... Especially when it's somebody you're close to and know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what my grandma says to me? Uh. You know, my my grandmother, the, uh, the queen of inappropriateness, who, uh... Who you know? It, my grandmother, same woman who who's, who who sat at the table, to me, uh, you know, some years ago. Hey, uh, show of hands. Uh, who knows what a rim job is? Adam. Do you uh, know? Adam. I mean, this is my grandmother. So my grandmother. Um, it's just me, and my grandmother, and we're sitting in the house, and she's she's very upset. This is later on in the afternoon, and she's she's sobbing, and she's saying, I I I I wanted to crawl. Uh, he had a separate bed that, like, uh, lifted up and stuff, you know, to help him get out and all that kind right, of stuff. And bed. she, she had a bed right next to his bed, but it, it was in their bedroom. And she said to me, you know, I, I wanted just to crawl into bed with him, you know, one more time. Just, yeah, just, just lie next to him. They, they've been together for 57 years. Wow. And uh, wow. so I said, uh, well, you know, Grandma, I, you guys have... You have better memories uh, of of being in in bed uh, with him, not to have to do this. And she looked at me and she goes, "Uh, I didn't say I wanted to F him. I swear to God this is what my grandmother says to me. She didn't mean it in any kind of disrespectful way. She was just Uh sort of uh, misinterpreting, I guess, what what I was saying. And it was one of those things where as it was coming out of my mouth, where I was saying, you guys have had uh, good times in bed. Uh, Uh You don't have to tarnish that memory Uh with this. She uh, comes right out with that. But um, anyway, uh, they were, uh, you know, inseparable, uh, those two. And uh, and. the, the the painful part is uh, seeing Grandma because she's such a... She was uh, prepared for this, though, right? She knew this was coming. 
Yeah, but you know, you 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 can you can uh, rationalize all you want, or or, or but, but I mean, it wasn't prepare it, all you want. I understand, but, but it wasn't uh, in any way a, a genuine shock for her. She she anticipated something. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. And she's eighty-eight. She's uh, guy lived it fifteen years longer than he should have. But uh, for me, he was uh, he was the one sane person in the entire He's family. He's the one that got you to stop bedwetting. He is the guy, yes. Uh, when I wet the bed and everyone else was saying, um, um, well, we've talked to a team of psychologists and he's, uh, his penis is rebelling or this is a way of, uh, he has a dysfunctional bladder or something like that or there's all sorts of uh, psychological implications. Uh, old world uh, Jewish grandpa from Hungary said, you know, if the kid goes down at 9, I bet if I wake him up after Carson and tell him to piss in a bucket, he's not going to ruin the uh, he's not going to ruin my sofa. And uh, sure enough, every time I slept over there, you know, I was 10 years old, he'd wake me up. Eh, time to go, hold the bucket. I'd fill uh fill the bucket and uh, that was it. Or wet the thing. It's that kind of a uh, we need that kind of uh, old-world sensibility. Pragmatism. Yeah. Uh, pragmatism. Uh, yeah. Kid wets bed. Uh, why? Uh, kid pees in bed while sleeping. Hmm. I bet if he peed halfway through his sleep cycle, he wouldn't pee in his but, bed but ten minutes later. Even, he, he, in a way, it has an even simpler uh, connotation, which is uh, kids need more attention. Mm-hmm. Which was the, really kind of the message you were given, right? Well, in uh, to uh, my in my family of uh, every man for himself, uh, we all got problems bigger than the kids. Uh, we're all trying to uh, find ourselves. Uh, there's divorce. There's depression. Grandpa was the one, uh, the only guy who cooked me a dinner. The only guy who packed me a lunch. Uh, it's because a screenwriter too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, brilliant guy, uh, good guy, uh, and I. You know, love him dearly. Yeah. And I'm That's sorry. That's all right. It's okay. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You know what will happen? Uh, uh, our listeners will give you a lot of support. Uh, my uh, son needed brain surgery when he was one. We were on locally then. And uh, I just came out and had to start talking about it. I mean, yeah, it helps to talk. I mean, you and I, you and I don't have a chance to talk about this except no. like when we're on the radio. I mean, there's no, there's no time for anything. Except uh, here, and uh, that's right. All right. Well, I'm and better what, now. What right. you, wait a minute. What hmm. you will find is y you will never appreciate support so much, uh, even even of people you don't specifically know. I mean, some of the callers I know our callers. I know the kind of people listen to the show, and they will support you. And it will well, feel, you'll be amazed. It's, how good it's that really uh, you know I get choked up talking about it, but uh, uh, I had a good long relationship with him. Uh, much better than uh, most anybody has uh, with their grandparents, and uh, and it's really my grandmother who who now I want to uh, sort of focus on because she's going through so much. But yeah. I just want to tell a couple of things that happened that uh, uh, it's hard to uh, find comedy in it. But uh, mm -hmm. there's a lot of strange rituals that uh, have to do with death in our uh, society. For mm -hmm. instance, my grandparents, because they're uh, both uh, atheists basically, uh, are belong to something called the Neptune Society. Oh, yeah. Now, the Neptune Society, for those of you who uh, never heard of this, you basically make a deal with them uh, where you pay them, I, I don't know what it is, five, six hundred bucks, something like that. When uh, a loved one passes away, they will come, they will collect the body, they will cremate they the body, and then they will, yeah. uh, you will scatter the ashes the uh, out, over, out over the ocean, right. which... Uh, 
Uh, one of the funniest uh, one of the funniest monologues I've ever heard uh, when I was over at Acme Theater was uh, written by a guy named John McCann who uh, had uh, Skipper Ned Heem's Adventure Burial. He said, uh, we'll do the same thing the Neptune Society will do. We will uh, cremate the loved ones. We will scatter the ashes over the open sea. But after that, we're going sport fishing. <laughs> Your uh, grandpa would appreciate that, even if you actually did well, that. Well, the guy was a good writer, <laughs> and this is uh, good stuff. Yeah, the uh, uh, it was uh, my first mate, Gus, is a defrocked Jesuit. Uh, Gus will dry your tears, uh, rig your drag line, and adjust your tackle, and he doesn't have to be told twice to crack you a cold one. Oh, it was a great bit. But uh, anyway, the uh, Neptune Society guy shows up, and this poor son of a bitch, you know, it's four. 30 in the morning by the time he shows up and uh, you know people are you know wh what a job you show up at people's houses at 430 in the morning never met before to uh, you know c collect the body essentially and fill yeah. out paperwork oh, yeah. with bereaving uh, yeah. uh, you know uh, people that are in, almost in shock yeah, yeah so he was telling me that um, that this is a really slow season <laughs> that uh, that the summer is really slow, and that uh, during the holidays they can't take a vacation. I mean, it is nonstop work for them well, over I, the holidays. I told you what happens to me during the holidays. What is that? I, I, I think it, is that suicide? No, because it, I, no. I don't think that. No, yeah, it's not sorry. any particular illness. I mean, I, the, I think people are. There may be something about the weather or the or the cycles in the day, or you know, the hormonal cycling associated with that time of year, but. It's, I think it's mostly stress. I mean, people freak out around the holidays. Mm -hmm. And so stress precipitates all kinds of illnesses. And it's not just depression. It's not just alcoholism. It is un unrelated illnesses of all types. I think it's, uh, I think it's hearing those dogs bark that goddamn Christmas, <laughs> that roof, roof, roof. That and, uh, and uh, you, you mix that with fruitcake, and you have a uh, deadly combination. That's true. That's true. So uh, anyway, the guy was telling me, he says uh, he uh, works two days a week during the summer and uh, every day he's uh, moving around uh, during the uh, during uh, the holidays. Oh. And then, <laughs> then he like was doing a little name dropping just over at Jimmy Stewart's place. Oh, <laughs> like, no. Oh, great. <laughs> All right. Did she uh, steal a cufflink or anything like a hearing aid? Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, you know, pacemakers will explode in that oven, uh, the cremation thing. That's, uh, that was another thing. There's that's a job. Yeah, there's a job. Oh, uh, does nice. he have a pacemaker? Uh, no. Okay. Because someone's got to get it. Oh. If you, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. All right, we'll go to some calls, but just one more second here. Thank God my family isn't uh, stupid enough to buy into this whole sort of uh, ritualistic death thing where, okay, we're going to drain the uh, fluid out of the body and we're going to fill it, pump it full with uh, formaldehyde and we're going to uh, get the guy into a suit and we're going to, uh, you know, put some uh, rouge on his cheeks. I know uh, Ann's going to spaz out because I didn't call it blush. But this is a bizarre yeah. ritual. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you take a look at a, uh, a corpse, especially uh, someone in their 90s. Oh, man, that's it. Yeah. I mean, they need to be disposed of. Yeah. Uh, the, putting them into a suit, uh, yeah. I don't know, uh, you couldn't pay me enough money yeah. to, uh, you know... That's uh, it, kind of what I was asking. When you've been around somebody who has died, oh. it, it is a clearly a separate event. I mean, something has happened. Mm. I mean, there's no doubting it is a concrete reality. It's not something you've got to mess around with. And by the way, I don't think they'll give you the ashes anymore. So I hear. Mm. Now, that's a weird one, too. You remember the old days where, like, uh, all those old jokes where, uh, where's your uncle, uh, 
Larry now, there. There, that's the mantelpiece. Yes, he's in the urn, you know. Right. The, the sitcom stuff or yeah. whatever uh, yeah. from Lucy. Yeah. I don't think they give you, uh, I was telling my grandma, uh, my grandma's saying they don't give you the ashes no, anymore. No, I don't think so. That's really, yeah. What the hell's going on with this society? I want him burnt up, I want him put in a trophy cup, and I want to, I want to take it home. What the hell is that? I don't know. They got a lot of weird uh, rituals, and uh, they all come out when somebody dies. But uh, anyway, so I was uh, up uh, 24 hours and mm. uh, a little out of it, but uh, it, it's for the best. He he just started suffering a couple days earlier, and mm. you know this is uh, this is the way to do it. Anna. Hi. Hey, you're 37. Yeah, I want to tell you I'm sorry about your grandfather because my grandfather passed away in November. Mm. Well, thank you. And they um, they gave him um, my uncle his ashes spread down in Mexico. Oh, they gave him the ashes. Yeah, but now he's California. Do they do they do, see, spread them in Mexico? Your yeah, grandpa's got to be pissed. My grandparents live down in California. Yeah. 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 I listen. I live in California, and I would I uh, would come back and hunt anyone that spread me over the border. Well, that's what he wanted. Yeah, you spend you imagine spending the rest of your eternity like around around Revolution Street <laughs> in Tijuana. No, that is... Um, Anna, what's going on? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, last year, I was date raped by this guy, and everything I knew, I dated for about four or five months and stuff, and he ended up, you know, doing something I said no to anyway. And Was it like uh, a violent rape? Um, no, it was more like an emotional one. Had you ever been victimized before? Oh, yeah. In what way? I've been sexually abused by family members and friends of family. And How old were you when that all started? Three. Okay. What's your question? Um, well, I'm dating this guy right now, and he seems like real eager, like a turn-on or something, whatever. I don't know. It's just making me feel creepy. Wanting to know what he did to me. The the date rape guy? Yeah. Uh, no, the guy, yeah, what the date rape guy did to me. Yeah. Does he know about the uh, sexual abuse when you were younger? No. Why would you be with a guy that makes you feel so creepy? Um, well, I've been seeing this guy off and on in between... Times I've, you know, I've seen him before. Um, An answer the question. Why would you be with a guy that makes you feel so creepy? Stability. I mean, he's like security. He's there. <laughs> Stability. He's there. Uh, no, no, she finds that he's there. Oh, okay. So that's uh, that's what they, uh, the uh, uh, people that left the uh, camp. Uh, in uh, Nazi Germany and right. Poland and right. the Florida. Oh, yeah, stability. Yes, right. they got, we, uh, we didn't want to leave. They got a meal a day and a mm. uh, and a mm. cot. Mm. Plus stability. All right, Anna. Yeah. Here's what's going on. Guys oftentimes have some guys are afflicted with this. Uh, there's there's uh, there's three types of guys when it comes to relationships uh, as it pertains to this. There are the guys who uh, don't know about your past, don't want to know, and uh, aren't interested. Then there are the guys who want to know or uh, don't care what they know, won't hold it against you, and, uh, and it doesn't matter. Whatever, wherever you've been before them is fine, just as long as you're with them now. And then there's the third, which is this guy. Because I know I have little elements uh, of this guy in me, well, it's but also I've, I've let it go. Anna chose this guy, so it's got to be this kind of thing. Right. They want to know because it's a weird sort of turn-on to them in a bizarre way to hear about uh, your exploits, especially if it was in a violent way, sexually, wow. with another guy. Your, yeah. your your emotional uh, uh, vulnerability tonight has led you to open up in a way that I've never really heard here. True. I was talking about uh, uh, animing, <laughs> if that's a word. I, I, how much more open can you get than your asshole? Animizing. Animizing. All right. Let's see if we can animize tonight, Drew. 
<laughs> Sounds like a Don King, yeah. uh, Farrakhan. We must see if we can enemize. But look, uh, well, you just said that this kind of stuff. You have elements of this in yourself. I this have. Is, this is spooky stuff. No, Liz. No, it is not that bizarre, Drew. Why is it everything I do is considered uh, some sort of uh, alien life activity, and everything you do is uh, perfectly normal? There are many guys. There are many guys, especially when you're younger. I've learned through uh, trial and error that you don't pry into the to the uh, vault right. of the other person's sexuality. Whatever went on before you is what whatever went on. Whatever information you learn, you'll just use to torture yourself and the other person. Right. But many, many guys, especially younger guys, when they get in a relationship, so where's the weirdest place you ever did it, or did you ever do it this way, or did you ever have a threesome? You know, mm. they do it. And, yeah. it's, and it, it's, uh, it comes off as playful, but it, it's really a weird sort of mm. uh, ammunition that they're gathering. Mm. All right, I don't trust this guy, Anna. Okay. Don't tell him, uh, I, you know, uh, I wouldn't tell him anything about it. Yeah, cause it's like the guy who date raped me, he knew everything about me. He knew about me. Well, oh, sexual abuse. He was an abuser, too. And so be careful with your choices of men. You're going to tend to uh, choose abusers. And the guys that are actually good and available, you're going to sabotage. Oh, there's, uh, I got to call an airstrike on this guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, can you imagine yeah, that? Yeah, So, um, you're, uh, you're. Your dad felt you up when you're three, huh? Oh, I can see the gears turning in his head. Hey, yeah. maybe I can get a Hummer. Oh. <laughs> could you imagine that? Yeah. Now, these are the people like, hey, this guy just got in a car accident. Look at him. He's, 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 he's suffered head trauma. May, perhaps I could rifle through his glove box at oh. this point and uh, steal a uh, uh, pen light flashlight. Mm. It's like, oh, that is the scariest, most pathetic element in this society. The people that uh, look at uh, people the, that are in predators. a weakened position. Yeah, the predators. Says, oh, here's a nice opportunity. They're, they're scavengers more than predators, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they're like, uh, they're, they're vultures. Yeah. They're hyenas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim. Hi. Hey, you're 18. I'm really sorry about your girl. Oh, that's all right. Uh, no, take it in. No, okay. I, I just mean, I don't want to turn the whole uh, show into this big it, morose. It, it's not morose. Just take in the support. Just let, let it in. All right. Uh, I, I, I appreciate it, and, and it is really, is, 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 as badly as I feel about it, it is really my, my grandmother who, mm -hmm. who I, I, I sort of mourn for. We, we, we went through this whole surgery thing with my son. Everything turned out great, but, but it, it, that was what got me through. It was, it, we had a bunch of le our listeners sent letters. I mean, it got me through. I'm telling you something. Okay. Kim. Um, my question was, I was wondering if manic depression was hereditary because my father has it, and I've been really depressed a lot lately. Uh, Kim, it tends to be hereditary, uh, and mm -hmm. certainly there are sort of different versions of manic depression, some that tend to be predominantly depressive or predominantly manic, uh, and so you needn't necessarily even have the swings. Uh, you still may have, let's say, inherited a predisposition towards mood instability, and that's a, that tends to happen that way. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you think you're getting into trouble, get some treatment, because you also, I assume, know that it's very responsive to medication. Yeah. Uh, it's also uh, r relatively independent of the psychological stage. Right? What about that whole sort of uh, uh, psychological uh, effect of knowing that uh, both your parents were afflicted with anything or and how assuming about, you're going to have how it? How being raised by manic depressive parent pretty yeah. chaotic and it's like because my brother that's why i didn't want to work for the first 10 years of uh, uh out of high school i figured uh, it just wasn't in the cards for the corollas well my brother because he is sort of like my father's temper 
sounds like where I might have this as his. Well, look, if, if you're having trouble, get an evaluation. Mm -hmm. Don't try to guess or second guess what's going on. And right. there are people that can help you, so take advantage of that. And you don't necessarily have to. You oftentimes can have traits that your parents have, you, uh, but oftentimes don't. Like, um, like <laughs> have you seen, have you met my mother? No. My mother has uh, the hair of uh, Tom Petty. <laughs> she has the uh, complexion of uh, 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 Andy Warhol or wow. Truman Capote. I mean, wow. white as a ghost, hair uh, straight and thin as an arrow, and has uh, the sense of humor of a uh, political advisor. Oh. I mean, uh, just, uh, uh, no, no, uh, I'm, I'm going to downgrade it to a um, dictator in a oh. banana republic. <laughs> I mean... Uh, she's not a stupid woman. She just uh, does not have a sense of humor. Uh. She she enjoys others with a sense of humor and uh, likes to watch uh, the sitcoms and whatnot. But uh, if you put her up on stage and told her uh, oh. uh, she couldn't entertain a um, a uh, hospital of uh, uh, um, elderly retarded folks for uh, ten seconds, uh -huh. it couldn't do it. I mean, uh, so zero. Your, your point is that you've inherited some of these traits. Is that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, oh, yes, okay. Kick a man while he's down, Drew. All right. Uh, Drew, sell the hell out of the next call, please. Uh, this is uh, John, who is still having sex with his married ex-fiance, okay. who has a kid. Oh, great. All uh, right. Uh, we have to get some air coordinates strike. on air this strike. guy. Yeah. Yes, I, I smell an airstrike. Why don't you try rapping at this time? Blinds galore, baby. Cool your home, man. You want to talk about? It. I know it's getting hot. It's hot where we are. It's hot where you are. I'm sure. It's hot right here. It's hot right here. Oh, yeah, turn the air down a little. Anyway, it, the the sun just blasting through. I mean, think about how hot your car gets. Think how much cooler your car would be if you parked it out in the sun if it had blinds all the way around. Well, that's the same thing with your house. And then also everything gets bleached out. The fabric gets bleached out. The you get bleached out. The carpet gets bleached out. BlindsGalore.com. Quality, custom-built blinds and shades made just for you. We use them here. Use them there. And it's the kind of thing you get once and you use it for the next 25 years. So let's get going. Free samples, free shipping, free design advice, and uh, real easy. And you save money over the big box stores. Blinds Galore. They really do have Blinds Galore. Go to BlindsGalore.com. Let them know I sent you. Let them know that uh, they are proud sponsors and that you heard it here. BlindsGalore.com. All right. Yeah, film vaults. Week in, week out, we help you navigate through what's out there in the theaters. On the film vaults. As well as what's streaming in a house near you, preferably your own. Would you call the film vault a life-changing experience listening to it? I think it's mildly amusing. Mildly amusing and life-changing? As well as life-affirming. Okay, I like that. So have your life changed, affirmed, and be mildly amused. On the film vault. We do it for Van Gogh every week on Podcast One. O N E. That's O N E. It's Love Line. Phone number 1 800 L O V E 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. I'm Adam Carroll. That is uh, Dr. Drew. And uh, first, a uh, little uh, piece of email here. <clears throat> it's kind of comical uh, reading the email. Uh, I sit down to read the email probably uh, twice a week, usually uh, 15 minutes before, <laughs> before the show begins. It's always funny when people talk, uh, talk to you about the show. Once in a while, we'll have somebody who wants to do an interview or they want to come in and uh, see the show, <clears throat> something like that. And they always say uh, something like this. Um, well, um, 
I'd like to come uh, do an interview with you guys. Of course, well, I don't want to get in the way uh, <laughs> when you're preparing uh, for the show. Or uh, I want to come down there. Is it cool? I mean, I know there's a lot going on, and uh, I'll I'll stay clear. I'll let you do your thing. I'm like uh, my thing is uh, is uh, gossiping with Ann and yelling at Drew. Uh, up until about yeah. well, but let's be fair. Uh, come, you know, when the uh, when the second hand yeah. uh, starts approaching uh, the twelve, and there's uh, fifteen, eighteen seconds, uh, we pull it together. We get down to business. That's where the prep of this show begins. It's really uh, the last thirty seconds, uh, say about uh, ten fifty nine and thirty five forty seconds. No, it all comes together. I, I'm realizing what it usually is: is us with our headphones on. The music already playing, going on. Is something you want to talk about? Yeah, we're yelling at each other. What? All right, so uh, here's the email. So here's a, here's a comedy. Uh, I read a word a day. That is my speed. Um, I, I did the whole hooked on phonics thing, and I got it up to a word and a half. Oh, you did it? A day. Yes. We gave uh, it to you. Oh, you did? No, I never got that from you. Yes, we did. I know you're in bad shape when you're 33, and you're arguing with Drew about the hooked on phonics series that his kids outgrow. <laughs> They got any clothes they don't want either? <laughs> uh, no, did you truly? No, I never did get uh, any of that stuff with you. But I, I swear to God, I read a, a word and a half a day, and it's really confusing now because I, I don't know what the word, uh, the other half of the word is until the following day, so it's always confusing. But uh, when I read the email, Drew looks over my shoulder, and I punch it up. Uh, Drew power reads, and before I can find out what the name of the person uh, who is sending it is, Drew says, okay, next. And I think he's doing it just to just to f with me. No, I'm I'm screening it for what's what you should actually read. Oh my God! How do you read? You can't read every word at the speed that you read. Do you do you just I don't read jump it carefully. And you get a jizz. Yeah, I don't read it carefully. Okay, well here's a little piece of email. Uh, I want to hear more, Ann. Oh well, this is ridiculous. All right, I got one here. No, wait a minute. There's uh, more. Don't get me wrong. Adam and Drew uh, are good. But they need that feminine stink uh, that she spreads all over the show. Uh, I love, I love to hear her and Adam fight, and I love uh, when uh, Anne uh, gives it to me straight. She uh, apparently likes uh, the attitude. Well, that's a new word. All right, yeah, that's good. Attitude. Like Go that. ahead, Drew. Uh, this is from Judy. Congratulations on being the gap between entertainment and public service. I've never laughed so hard and learned so much all in the same instant. That's all we need to hear. Uh, let me just say, she wants she's a 40-something and wants something directed more towards her. You know, we encourage all ages to call in. Uh, if it's a 40-something issue, uh, you bring it to us and we'll deal with it. Right, because if you're having a problem at 18 uh, and you're having that same problem at 48, you are a we want to super hear about loser. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot more comedy in a 48-year-old who's effing up. John. Yes. Now you're 26, you're on Loveline. Yes. Um, by the way, my condolences. Thank you. Okay. Um, this doctor, I mean, this is uh, um, something for Dr. Drew. Yeah. Um, what happened is uh, me and my ex-fiance had uh, sexual relations. Um, she got remarried. Um, remarried. Remarried. Well, hmm. she, she was married. Uh, then she got engaged to you. Got it. Well, she, she was married. Got divorced, got with me, and we separated. I had a child together with her, and then oh, please. she got remarried. She also had three kids. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. what happened? This uh, I'm calling a, a surgical oh, airstrike no, 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 on her hold vagina. Hold on, okay. But this is not, that's not the problem. The problem is that um, through no fault of our own, we both screwed up by leaving a door open, and one of the youngest children... Didn't happen to see us going at it, but happened to see me nude on top of her nude. 
through no fault of our own. I know. I, know. I mean, it's our, we screwed up. I know. I through know. no fault of our own. That's <laughs> very revealing. Bad wording. Bad wording. But, yeah. but what happened is, um, didn't really see us go at it, but she saw me on top of Mommy Nude, and she's to the point where she knows what's going on. I was, I How mean, old was she? I'm not sure. I think she's around about six now. Okay. But, so um, she's probably three or four then, or no? Hmm? How old was she at the time? That's the important question. Uh, six. She was six at the time. Six. Okay. This just happened? Yes, and we wouldn't like to know. Yeah, I need, I need, like, wait, wait, wait. You need to, like, diagram this for me, Adam. She's an ex-fiance. Yes. She's married. Yes. She has a kid with you. Three. She's married to her original husband. She went back to the original husband, who's the, yes. she re-remarried mm -hmm. to the guy whom which she has, with which she has three kids. Mm -hmm. And you're having sex with her, mm -hmm. with the kids running around, through, opening through open doors. Well, not really. No, send out the boys. Uh, yeah, we'll call them an airstrike, uh, John. Happened. The kid was uh, showed up when not supposed to. Kind of like supposed to be gone. And uh, uh, hold on, and uh, John, let me let me make this analogy. Six-year-olds are is, not uh, like at work. Uh, they were not supposed to be at home when you guys were there alone. Yeah, she uh, punched out from the textile mill early. Apparently, a big strike going on over there. The thing is, is what should we do about the child? All right, let, all right, John, please listen. Uh, by the way, there are four children now that are uh, in this uh, the, the, the vortex of, of, your, uh, of your storm, uh, you two. don't want her to uh, be affected. All right, John, but please, please, listen. Listen to me. I'm going to put John on hold so he doesn't talk for a second. Uh, worried about this six-year-old being traumatized by seeing these two uh, making love which, which she is, really is, is, which she didn't really see, is akin to, uh, like a, it's, like, it's like calling in saying, uh, my six-year-old was uh, abducted, uh, held at gunpoint for uh, a weekend, uh, sexually uh, molested. And they made her watch Jurassic Park and <coughs> think it traumatized her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, while she was at the police station, uh, she saw Pinocchio. Yeah. Now, during the Pinocchio, there's a scene where uh, Geppetto is eaten by a whale. Highly traumatizing. Highly traumatizing. Want to know how to handle that? Yeah. What should we do? Yeah. Should we take him to Marine Land or right. a Sea World? Right. Uh, free Willy, I, I'm perhaps. Glad that, that would be my point too. Is that they, this oh. is? It's much less uh, traumatic to have witnessed what they did. Uh, it's more of a symptomatic situation. This is a this is a perk. Yeah, uh, well, for this, this it, is gravy for the it, six six year old yeah, at this it, point. It's not going to be that big a deal, I suspect. But the big deal is the chaos in these family systems. You should leave this woman alone. Let her heal her relationship with her re remarried husband. Let that family grow and. I develop. think it's just remarried husband, by the way. I don't think it's re re married uh -huh. husband. Uh, she got married, got divorced. Hooked up with John and then remarried the same guy. The same guy, as far as I know. Somehow remarried sounds like something you do with another person. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. You're yeah. right. All right. Sorry, I uh, stand corrected. Well, no, you're right, but uh, but it just sounds not quite. All right. right, but the point is, is the, the point whole, is the this. system is a mess. Uh, the whole situation. This, is a if mess. this six-year-old had walked in on uh, her uh, loving biological father, who was still together with her sane biological mother, and they were uh, making passionate love. It would be, uh, you know, a two on the trauma and It would scale. be a point of contention, but th what they need is a secure, stable, empathic, nurturing environment that right. is consistent. And if you establish that, then then you will have done far more than anything you could do to worry about this single incident. Oh. You need to get out of there, except insofar <laughs> as caring for your child. But it's so amazing how people focus on the uh, minutia. Through no fault of their own. Through no fault of their own. Yeah, believe me, uh, this will not come up until the 15th year of therapy. 
you and uh, her dad and her mom. Uh, she's got she's got a good fourteen years of talking before she even gets to the part where she saw someone making love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, for Christ's sake! But let's. But we're so worried about the kid. Let's just channel all of that into this. You know what I'm saying? No. Hey, I mean, don't you see what John is doing here? Huh. It's like um, the kid has a, uh, a horrible, um, disruptive lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, a very unhealthy psychological situation going on here. But we'll overcompensate. Eh, she should be fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I so guess I'm, I'm a good parent. I'm a concerned parent, right? Okay. Yeah. I see. All right. Should we talk to John? John? Yeah. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So don't worry about the act, but worry about the overall, the big picture. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Take care of the kids, John, please. Cool. All right. Uh-oh. I think, uh, I think we may scratch beneath the veneer there on John. That or uh, he's playing his own airstrike. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, security? Uh, All right. But uh, look, it, that's the fact. The fact is that, that this is an unhealthy situation. He shouldn't be messing around with a family where there are a lot of kids involved. The kids are all that count. That is all that counts. You've relinquished your right to play around. Your dad now. Your mom now. That's it. Hey, uh, Tiffany. Yeah. You're 18. Yeah. You uh, think your husband is having a nervous breakdown? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, perfect. Hang on the line. Okay. we got to go to break, and we'll uh, get to the bottom of the nervous breakdown after this. When you're ready to buy a car, you got to go True Car because True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Everyday True Car users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. Dr. Drew? First, download the True Car mobile app or go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, second, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Yes. And third? Third, it's simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states with True Car you can save time, save money, and never, ever overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Bro, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Oh, I have a flashback. Yeah. John, uh, John has, a, has an effect on Drew that uh, no other man <laughs> since uh, Robert Goulet <laughs> has uh, been able to do for you. What is the... I don't know. I don't know what it is. I and, like, and he, on the service, he's a nice guy. Just something uh, about him. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, scratch me that in uh, lies a, a maniacal killer. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is John Favreau. <laughs> uh, uh, I like John Favreau. I know you do. What is the vibe that John Favreau gives uh, you? Angry, um, mm-hmm. anger and narcissism are things that together bug me. They, I really react to. And it's my own stuff, believe me. And so, sometimes those people can be very nice, very charming, and, and good people. But they, when it's a narcissism that's rigid and you can't get through it, he's then, nursery. Excuse me. That's angry. Oh, nurse- and narcissistic. Narcissistry. Anne has uh, attitude, <laughs> and uh, John Favreau is nursery. Okay. Uh, I found him to be uh, delightful. Yeah, I know. 
And, and it, uh, again, it has to be me. It's one of those things where you know when somebody reacts that way to somebody, it, it's it's not the guy you react to. It's it's the person's. Reaction. I don't know, but I have this theory, uh, which is if Drew thinks you're an a-hole, you're an a-hole. No, 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 no. 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 If they think I'm an a-hole. Uh. If you think, yes, if you think Drew is an a-hole, you're an a-hole. All right. That's, that's different, one of my theories. That's different than if I think they're an a-hole, an a-hole. Right. You, if, because you're allowed to have your own weird little yeah, uh, my own prejudice and yeah, things I, like that. Yeah, it's my that. own issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It okay. doesn't mean they're an a-hole. Okay. All right. Well, we're really, we're really breaking through. <laughs> Feeling good. Yeah. Uh, so Tiffany. We're connected, Adam. <laughs> Thank you, man. Tiffany, 18. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear about your grandpa. Oh, that's, uh, that's all right. Well, I, um, I have a question for Dr. Drew. Yes, ma'am. Um, my husband, we've been married about nine months, and he just flipped on me one day. He quit his job, and uh -oh. he's just, <laughs> he's not the same. Now we live with the, his parents. How old is he? He's 19. How long, how long have you been with him? Um, I met him my freshman year, and I'm supposed to be a senior this year. So you've known each other for three years? Yeah. And he's been very stable throughout that time? No. <laughs> yeah? No. No. He's been kind of a wacko. Ah, yeah. Well, but you figure, you know. You get married. You get married. Yeah, that should stop that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not the way it works, Tiffany. No. Uh, well, what is this uh, supposed to be a senior business? I dropped out my sophomore year. <laughs> I did. Jeez. Yeah. To uh, pursue uh, what? Uh, well, I didn't really have plans for anything, but now I'm going to um, go into the Navy so I'm, I'm okay. practicing okay. getting my high school diploma and stuff like oh, that. Oh, you got to get yeah. your uh, GED? Um, they have this thing where I can get my high school diploma. All right, look. You actually get your diploma? Yeah. It's not a GED? No. Why don't you just get your GED? It's, it looks better in the military if I get a high school diploma. Listen, uh, uh, don't rape anybody and uh, aim no. straight. Uh, you'll be in. <laughs> Believe me, the military is so... Uh, listen, here's the, new, uh, here's the new recruiting policy. Uh, welcome non-rapists. <laughs> That's it. Uh, uh, have you killed? Yes. Uh, are you a narcissist? Uh, yes. Uh, ever raped? No. Oh, you're in. <laughs> Actually, the Navy had a policy where, for a while. They, they, were, they were looking for narcissistic personality structure yeah. to make fighter pilots out of. Because oh, really? if, if, if you feel you're invincible, you, you won't lose your cool. Yeah, I've seen Top Gun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, but listen, the right. Navy's going to take anybody. All right, wait. Now, what does wait. wacko mean? What do you mean he's wacko? What, what happened? What's he do? Um... You mean before we were married? Or? Yeah, give me sort of the picture here. What's the deal? Well, he used to have a split personality named Eric. and um, He has multiple personality disorder? He did. Or he might still now, but he hasn't been around for about a year. Uh, Tiffany, uh, that is not usually a curable thing. And if it is, it's with years and years of work. Was he badly abused when he was a child? He don't remember anything from his childhood. Where are his parents? Um, up in Yuba City. Uh, and you're living with them now? Yeah, but and these are the people that perpetrated his uh, memorable childhood. I guess I'm. I don't. Where's your husband? Oh, hold what on. You guess? Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. All right, listen, Tiffany. Yeah. Um. Oh. Do you have any children? No. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Hold on. Let's hold on, Drew. Yeah, let's, let's just let's just take a okay. beat here. Okay. Do you use birth control? Yeah. What do you got? Yes. What do you guys use? Um, I don't know the name of the pill, but I'm on the pill. All right. Do not miss a day, okay? Okay. okay. Th th this, will, this will at least make things uh Drew, I know manageable. it's not medically sound, but I'd like him on the pill as well. <laughs> I really would. And I want him and his uh, alter ego, Eric. Uh, did Eric quit his job, too, or uh, j just uh, the main guy? 
Um, no, just Tony. All right. Uh, why did you? Uh, what in in what universe do you decide you need to get married uh, to uh, a, a multi multiple, multiple personality uh, guy who's uh, a time bomb ready to go off <laughs> at seventeen? Um, I really wanted out of the house. And were you being like, abused in your house? Um, not physically, but mentally major. What were uh, they doing to you? Just they'd call me real. Me and my sister, they'd call me really bad names. What's with your sister now? Where is she? Um, actually, I'm at her house right now, and she um, she has a son, and so I'm just staying with her. I've been here. How did she now. get out of the house? She had the son. Yeah, yeah she moved. How old is she? Oh my God, she's 23. Oh, okay. I get that horrible feeling. Uh, right. Tell her no more kids. Oh, okay. teach her about the pill you're taking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, just crush it up and uh, put, put, it, put it in her uh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> orange juice. What are you kidding? I'm going Sunny Delight here. Uh, tops, maybe Tang. All right. So, Tiffany. Yeah. Uh, I, I. What are we saying? He, she should get a divorce or something? No, I'm saying that uh, he needs a lot of containment, a lot of treatment, and you're in for a rocky ride. You've got to expect that. He's going to need chemical containment. He's going to need a lot of work and therapy, and uh, you can't change what he's got. He's got a big, big problem. It's a chronic condition. Yeah, he won't go outside at all, though. Good. Well, well, he, he's having some kind of Wait some minute. kind of crisis. Leave him inside. He, he's decompensated in some way. He may need to be in a psychiatric hospital. Okay. Um, you know, this you've got to handle. You've got somebody with a chronic illness. I mean, we're we're being a little bit facetious when we, um, you know, sort of, uh, uh, you know, question you about why you choose to be with somebody like this. I mean, people choose to be with people with chronic illnesses of various types. Th this okay. is one that uh, is going to impact on how you feel, and it's uh, not surprising that you choose a project like this given the abuse that you've been through yourself. Mm -hmm. But do take care of it. Take care of it systematically, and make sure he's in a system where he can get the care he needs. Okay. okay. All right, All right, and uh, get that uh, diploma and keep taking Join pills. that Navy. All right, thanks a lot. Right. God bless you and for uh, taking the, the oral contraceptive. Take that pill. Okay. Take one now for me. Okay, I will. Have you had one yet? Um, yeah, early this morning. Oh, really? You can wait till tomorrow morning. All right, wait till tomorrow morning. Okay. I, think I, of Adam when you do it. I swear to God, I want you to take a uh, ballpoint pen and put my initials in that thing. Okay, no problem. All right, Tiffany. All right, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. How, how did your grandpa refer to himself? Grandpa... Uh, Grandpa, uh, his name is Lotzi. But he, how did you refer to him? Grandpa Lotzi? No, I just call him Grandpa. Grandpa. All right. So ha we're gonna, she's gonna have one for Grandpa. She'll yes. Grandpa, so. Take a pill for Grandpa. Yeah. Oh, that's a new new slogan here. Shibboleth. Yeah, then we'll work that in. Take one for Grandpa. Oh, Ben. Yeah. Okay. Hey, ben. you're 16. What's going on? Is there a full moon outside? Yeah. Um, no. No. There was one a uh, couple of... Couple I think there's going to be an earthquake out here. You, oh, you okay. predicted it last night. Oh, I did. That's right. Okay, Ben. Yeah. Um, I, I had this um, weird habit, I guess, that I take safety pins or, like, pins from men's shirts and, like, stick it into myself. Mm-hmm. Like, Where do you stick them? Generally in the groin area. Not Normally not on the testicle itself, but in the area. Oh, my God. And do you uh, do any other kinds of self-abuse? Do you cut on yourself? Yeah. Do you pull your hair out? Yeah, yeah. That's like the major thing. You pull your hair out. That's been I've been doing that for like years, and it puts put me on medicine for that. But Did it help? Well, actually, it made it worse, and that's when all well, the other. Stuff what was started. the medicine? Well, uh, they not, wait, wait, wait. What was the medicine? Clonopin. Okay. Uh, what kind of doctor did you see to put you on the clonopin? A uh, psychiatrist. Okay. Get get back. The, how long ago was that? Um, last time I saw him, yeah, Monday. 
Oh, really? And they're not putting you on anything else besides the clown? Yeah, it's already yeah, Thursday. They are. They're putting me on, like, three different medicines. What are you going to take? I'm taking uh, Fexor, yep. Risperidol, yep. and Clonopin. Okay. So, uh, Risperidol, do you, do you have any hallucinations? Or yeah. Anything? yeah. Yeah, that's what that's for. Yeah. Um... Oh, we gotta get to, we gotta figure out what's going on with Ben over here. No, this is biological stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, all right, I, I know, but uh, uh, Ben, take the medicine. That's the only thing that's gonna make. Oh this whole yeah, thing I better. haven't, I haven't missed a day. Have you ever been on Luvox? Um, well, the thing is that doesn't work with any antidepressants. Any other antidepressants? That's true. Uh, so, have you ever been on Prozac? Oh yeah, I'm allergic to that. Okay, so that's why they're using the effects right I've now. Never heard of anyone being uh, allergic to Prozac. Well, having untoward effects. I mean, it's not ever been, doesn't agree with everybody. All kinds of untoward oh. effects. You get agitation, <laughs> you don't sleep, uh, your sex drive goes off, you stop eating. You get suicidal. I can see, uh, you know, good news, bad news. Uh, the medication is working on the hair pulling. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it has one side effect. He's performing uh, acupuncture on his testicles. Uh, let's go back to the hair pulling. Would be, uh, yeah. if I'm no doctor... Ben is a complex problem, but he's he's uh, has a psycho thought disorder, psychotic disorder, and the risperidols for that. He's got an obsessive compulsive disorder, the hair pulling and the needle jabbing and all that oh. stuff. Oh, but, uh, it may be a form of. Well, I don't want to speculate, but uh, all right. So Ben, under care. Right. Take the yeah, medicine. Yes, your job is to listen to anybody wearing a tie. <laughs> That's but my you, new by the way, all teenagers. By the way, uh, anyone wearing a tie, listen to them. By the way, yeah. We're coming around the other side of uh, of uh, uh, question authority. <laughs> yes. Now it's uh, obey authority. Start kissing the man's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Hey, listen. Th this Ben call reminded me of why I got so pissed off at John Favreau. <clears throat> we were on the TV show. And we had a caller just like Ben, and Favreau started going, hey, "Oh no, don't take medicines. Don't listen to those people." Remember? Well, he's a my celebrity. He's used to uh, uh, spewing out half-baked notions well, and having people hey, applaud it. you Come have on. people that really need to follow medical advice, uh, you are doing harm getting in the way of that. So. Yeah, and here's the uh, beauty of Drew, quite, quite frankly, and uh, one of the reasons I don't hate him. <laughs> I was thinking of saying I loved him, but I realized uh, that's a little too strong. Uh, the, the beauty of Drew is a lot of people will give some advice to, uh, you know, commoners, uh, people that work at a sheet metal shop, and then they have a whole other way of treating folks that uh, write and direct their own movies and are on, you know, I mean, the guy just came off this Swingers, a huge movie, and he was on, you know, doing Friends, and uh, stars shining quite bright for John Favreau. And the beauty of Drew is uh, he doesn't care who's saying what. If he, if he disagrees, he goes right, goes right for the jugular. Hi, this is John Favreau. Ooh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> good break. And listen, I don't want to diss John because I, I think uh, he's going to be doing pretty good in this uh, industry, and I'd like him to write me into a movie <laughs> or two. So I'm, uh, I'm. You are not be kissing the ass of the man. I am squarely in in the center of the uh, John Favreau camp on this one, Drew. I know he's, uh, he's an okay guy. All right. Hey, Doctor Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much. Uh, look, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with, with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for, you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. 
I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to Podcast One where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. It makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. My name's Joe Gittleman. We're in the Mighty Mighty Bostons, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Ah, now don't you feel better, Drew? I do. Just hear oh, those of the guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you take it easy. I, I really miss those guys. Yeah. Oh, I mean, no. Here you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start breaking up again. Oh, last time I was with Dickie. <laughs> No, but uh, last time, I mean, uh, I know we got to go to our turn. All, right, all right, all right, we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. 98 KUPD, Tempe, Phoenix. Hey, it's Loveline. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. I'm Adam Carolla. That is uh, Dr. Drew. And uh, back to uh, the Boston's. Um, you know, we get a lot of bands in here and uh, guests in here, and they're great. We get along, uh, you know, like uh, Lamont last. Had him on the show a couple times. Nice guy and all that uh, kind of stuff. I feel better with his mom than with him. Yeah, well, I liked his mom, but his mom, until, until I had her work on my hair. Did you see her? Yeah. yeah she didn't want to work on it at all. Yeah, it wasn't Lamont right. was uh, Lamont's mom was uh, picking his hair while he was uh, she, he was doing uh, she was doing like cornrows, but they weren't really cornrows. They're uh, more like the uh, wheat after it's been harvested, right, and right. they put it in those little bundles. Yeah, uh, I don't even know what those are called, but uh, they lay them all out yeah, in the yeah. field there. He had little uh, pointy things uh, sticking out from his head everywhere. But uh, anyway, I wanted her to work on my hair, and uh, I do have the hair of a, a black man. Or at least a black sheep. She didn't think so. No. She was she very disappointed, yeah. Well, she did admit it was nappy, but there wasn't much she could do with it. Yeah. But uh, the, the point is, is uh, the Boston's, uh, I got a chance to hang out. Well, we've had them on the show a bunch of times, but I got a chance to hang with them in D.C. And then when they're out in L.A., and then they're out in L.A. Uh, again, and then we started uh, hanging out and uh, actually miss them. Oh, great guys. Uh, get out to Boston. or, or well, uh, uh, we got to go to Boston. I'm right. down, uh, that's my roots. Take you to my roof. I've been to North Hollywood. Now you're going to go to my roof. <laughs> I've showed you the uh, the Taco Bell I used to oh, be yeah. at. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we went by the uh, malls. Terry Lumber out there on Sherman Way. Uh, now it's time to uh, see the Big quarry in the back there. Oh, back, yeah. Back 90. Beautiful. Uh, Harry. Oh, how you guys doing? Uh, Good. Sorry to hear bad news. Well, I've been through that myself. So. I uh, I realize uh, most folks uh, by the time they get uh, get to age thirty have experienced this, and uh, yeah, I I just hate being around anything like that, like going to hospitals and all those. Yeah, it's, it, it it it's so hard because I am like I am the king of um, inappropriate behavior. Uh, not inappropriate, but no, we know. I don't really know how to react to uh, to stuff. I'm uh. not good on birthdays or holidays. Right, and and, and uh, yeah. can you confirm this? Yeah, right. <laughs> Anne is here. Uh, can you testify? Amen. All right, yeah, sanctify Anne. All right, now shut the effing mic. Uh, I'm not good I'm at this be stuff. Nice to you uh, okay, <laughs> 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 I gotta enjoy it. Let's do a three-hour show tonight. <laughs> 
Uh, this is the worst. I mean, you know, people are crying, and yeah. you don't know how to console them, yeah, and you, you end up trying to say something, but you it, it just... Yeah. Uh, they think you don't care if you don't show up or oh, yeah. things like that. Yeah. When Harry's looking... <laughs> right. Harry's got a different problem than yours, Adam. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Adam, I, you should get into politics. I agree with a lot of your political views. Well, I thank you. Uh, perhaps if Drew hadn't brought out the whole enema story, I'd have a chance. <laughs> but uh, now, with the climate being the way it is, uh, I, I couldn't see any there realistic There would be chance. no skeletons in your closet. And, Drew, do you have the authority to turn Adam's mic off yet? Uh, if Since I can enlist... 14 years, don't you have any seniority? <laughs> Somehow Mike and he are colluding against me, and I can't quite enlist Mike's uh, uh, cooperation in this. Yes. I'm sure it could happen. One, two. No, you're right. All right, Harry, what's going on? Uh, I've been I've been single. I've never been married. I've been single for years, and I meet a lot of women. And I don't have any problem meeting women. I you know know how to talk to them in public places. I get a lot of phone numbers, but once I uh, get a date with them, I seem to uh, move too fast for them. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm doing this, but when I'm with them... Describe to us exactly what that means. Well, like, for example, um, I was uh, seeing this one girl at a local bar for a couple weeks, and we just talked in the bar, and then uh, one night she came out in my car, and uh, we were sitting there listening to the radio. Before I knew it, I was, you know, like, trying to go up or... Dress so so it's not it's not that you're emotionally uh, overwhelming them it's you're actually physically moving yeah too it's fast. like I just they just really turned me on you know I'm well, really you have to contain yourself really horny, very simple you, know, you have to contain age. yourself so you're 34 uh, kids don't do anything for you do they Harry no, no not okay, at all good. I I the youngest women I go out with is like 27 I date women between 27 and like all right but uh, Harry you meet a woman at a bar. You coax her to come out to your car and hang out with you at the parking lot of the bar. Yeah, after a couple beers. Yeah, don't you, uh, I mean, Drew, don't you think that the woman uh, understands that there may be some uh, uh, f some physicality may ensue? Yes, but I think he must be really aggressive. I mean, it must be just uh, inappropriately aggressive. Hey, are you going uh, right for the crotch, or are you starting off with a little kissing first? Yeah, I'll go kiss him on the you know neck a little bit, and you know if they have a skirt on, I tend to go for the thighs and mm -hmm. right away yeah i i, I adam you know, I co coach this man first aid. Well, for some reason women feel uncomfortable with you going down there for this, uh, some reason is they don't want you to do that <laughs> and uh, harry i can see harry uh, trying could, to get the thumb in their ass on the way out of the bar because i grew up getting late a lot you know when i was in my or like late teens early 20s i really didn't have a problem with it all right it and, seems like right. times have changed. And this is uh, this is different. This is uh, this is the '90s, and uh, you got a belly on you now, Harry, and you got to slow down. Not really. I'm in pretty good shape. All right, but it's uh, <laughs> smoked a little pot since those days. Right, and he's uh, he's uh, a yeah, little yeah. delusional. And he's got a sinus condition. All right, here's what's going on, Harry. Here's what you have to do with a woman. A woman wants to feel attractive. Well, but, wants to feel a loved. Wants to feel the emotional connection. All right, first. but uh, we're we'll working the physical side here for just a second. A woman wants you to want her, but uh, not necessarily uh, have to have her that evening. I mean, she wants to feel uh, like you're attracted to her physically. What What are you pointing at? Drew? Cat. The cat. Your, your cat analogy. Yes, my cat theory. Uh, the, the cat theory is the following. 
if you want to get a uh, you want to get a cat and you want to put the cat in the uh, little box so you can get her over to the vet to uh, uh, get the shots, you can't go chasing the cat around the house uh, with the cage. Uh, you set the cage out, you let the cat sniff it a little, and then you set a bowl of food out and you let the cat sniff that, and eventually you work the uh, food into the cage, and then, uh, bam, flap it shut and get out the syringe. You see what I'm saying, Harry? So what? It, I'm really confused with 30-something women. It seems like they play real hard to get compared to women because they're not they're not screwing around they want to have a relationship and they want to see that you're available in that way and you clearly are not they're smart to be the way they are they, they got you figured out and here's the simple fact if whatever it is you're doing is not working consistently change uh, it. feel feel free to change <laughs> you know you know what i mean uh, if you're uh, 0 for 35 uh, go ahead and choke up on the bat a little bit and open up the stance Feel free to do that. Uh, don't just keep asking why you're striking out. Go ahead and make some changes. The world hey, isn't going to change. Harry's just uh, told us that he goes uh, right for the crotch as uh, soon as they leave uh, whatever the library uh, that he picks them up at, and uh, they seem to be put off by his uh, aggressive nature. All right, so stop it. Slow down. I mean, you even had the insight to say, I know I shouldn't do that. He really is expecting the world to change for him. This is all guys want to do this. A guy, I'm, I, I'm totally convinced that if it wasn't for uh, societal mores, guys would be uh, sniffing a woman's fanny uh, just like a, no, a dog. Does. If it weren't for women, right? If women would allow any of this, well, they're the, the man would do it. Mores of society, yes, right. So what do you you want something? So what do you do? Well, you prove it. That's <laughs> all. What would what would guys be doing? They'd go right up and start sniffing the behind of women. Like a like a like a great dame that's been locked up in the yard too long. Oh my God! You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be easy on you tonight. You've well, no, you, you you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you wanna you wanna raise from the boss? Uh, don't go in there and tell him that why, how much you need to raise on your first day of the job. Uh, put in a good week and impress somebody. Right. And then you'll get what you want. Am I right, Drew? Maybe. All right. <laughs> What about that part about kissing my ass, Joe? What about uh No, I'm saying maybe you get what you want. No, I'm, the, your oh, okay. analogies are good. No, thank you. Uh, Chris. Yeah. You're 23. I am. Uh, first, I'd like to say that I'm in the same boat as you. I lost my mom about five years ago. Oh, my goodness. Which, when you were uh, 18. Yeah. Yeah, um, now that, that's, uh, that is a uh, leakier boat than I'm in. That is, that is, that's a real tragedy. Yeah. So I know how you feel. And i like to say that uh, eventually, someday, I hope I have kids. Two of them, one just like Dr. Drew and one just like Adam. All righty. Oh, you don't want that. You can name the one uh, like me, Harry. Oh, the one like Adam, uh, it cannot be a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, you're, you're right on that one. Adam, Adam on PMS is not something else. No, mm-mm. Hey, that chick's lighting her farts again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, no, if everyone had uh, kids like Drew, uh, it would be a better world. It'd be a boring world, but it'd be a better world. Chris. Yeah, uh... I uh, have this girlfriend. She's living in Europe right now. Uh, and uh, a while ago, I came to the conclusion that I wanted to propose to her. But now that I've been thinking about it, I'm afraid that I'm doing it for the wrong reason. What are those reasons? Well, I've never been a really uh, emotional. I mean, I've been sensitive and had a lot of emotions inside, but I've never been good at showing them mm -hmm. and you know, giving them out to people. Okay. And so on now I'm afraid that I'm doing it not because I need her, but I need someone. Mm -hmm. so um, then I don't want to put her through this. 
Yeah. Are there problems with her? Are there shortcomings in this relationship? Things you're worried about? Not. I don't know because we lived together for a year, mm-hmm. and I mean we had a, a good relationship, you know, where we could just sit on the couch and be together and not have to say anything and still feel comfortable. That is the best relationship, where you can watch TV and not be bothered. Uh, I will translate that. Sitting on the couch, being comfortable with each other so much that you're communicating on a different level yeah. means um, I get to watch bowling without any interruption. Correct. Okay. Hey, but listen. Are you ready to be married? I think so, yes. Well, you're only 23, and you're, you're, I, I look at marriage as, uh, like, it's, it's, it's worse than joining the military oh, yeah. in terms of commitment. Yeah. Like, if you got a guy who's uh, 18 and he's saying, well, I'm thinking about uh, signing up for the Marines, but I'm not sure. It's like, uh, be sure. Right. Because uh, there's a boot camp. You're going to be stationed in Guam somewhere. Uh, you're going to be woken up at 5 every morning by a guy uh, taking a wooden spoon and smacking on a metal trash can. I've seen the officer and a gentleman. Oh, good. I know how the marine life works. So, Chris, you should be sure. And at 23, you can afford to take a couple of years to make sure you're sure. Right. Uh, it's Again, with the men, it's as much where they are in their life as who they're with. Plus, Chris lost his mom yeah. uh, at an early, yeah. early age, yep. a pretty pivotal age. Yep. Has some uh, probably has to have some issues of um, uh, abandonment and right. that sort of Absolutely. stuff. And, and his, by his own admission, has difficulty getting uh, involved with people. Doesn't well, because uh, his mom was uh, you know, tragically sure. taken away from him sure. at an at a age, and he's going to have difficulty connecting with a woman. Sure. So uh, I would really, uh, I would work this out a little more before I uh, sure. jumped be, be sure, yeah, Be sure when you get married. Although I, uh, the one reason I wasn't too hard on Chris is I have the sense that Chris is one of those guys that thinks everything through. And he'll never be sure about anything. And uh, and just take your time. Try to be sure. Sarah. Yeah, this question is for Dr. Drew. Yes, ma'am. Um, okay, I, I've been on Depo-Provera now for... This, I've had my second shot, so I've been on it for a little bit now. Mm-hmm. And ever since, ever since I've been on... Well, not ever since, but a little bit. Um, it, I hurt a little bit after having sex with my boyfriend. And I'm just... Somebody told me about endometriosis. I was right. Wondering. That's certainly a possibility. Ovarian cysts. Uh, my and the, mom had it, if that matters. Well, that, that, that does tend to uh, have a familial potential pattern to I'm it. I'm just wondering, because I don't know if I should uh, still get checked. Or y- oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime you have, I mean, it can be infection. It can be a lot of things. I mean, I was reading an article today that was saying basically any pelvic pain needs to be considered pelvic inflammatory disease until proven otherwise. They were underdiagnosing that condition, which is an infection in the tubes and can lead to infertility. There's some evidence now that it's much more common than we once thought. We're much better equipped to treat it now with the antibiotics that we have. And this article I was reading suggested that uh, douching is a risk for it, that if you get a vaginitis, uh, you heard me talk about just bacteria so in the vagina. Sh- like people aren't douching uh, yeah. uh, little enough these days. Well, uh, one the, more strike against the, douching. That can actually force the bacteria up into the higher genital tract. So, yeah, see somebody for sure. It may have something to do with the Depo-Provera. It may not. It may have something to do with endometriosis, ovarian cysts, a structural problem. Yeah, I've had infection before. All right. So, it, so there's plenty of things to, to go in for it. Get it checked Sarah. out. Sarah. Okay. Sarah. All righty. Sarah. Sarah Adams talking to you. Sarah? Yes? <laughs> You're 18. Uh-huh. What, um, why are you on the uh, Depo-Provera as opposed to, uh, let's say, the pill or well, some other form? 
Uh, well, that, I was on I was on the pill, and I it my body totally rejected it. Oh, okay. My what? doctor just suggests that. Good. God bless you. <laughs> no, I I, th I think that's huge. Yeah. I was just curious. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Mahalo. So, Drew, uh, apparently this whole douching thing is not what it's uh, cracked up to be. No, it's okay, but it's... it's I think it's this was invented by guys. Douching? Yeah, I really do. Yeah, probably. Certainly four guys. I mean, you know what I mean? It's... Yeah, it's four guys. <laughs> I mean, it's not four let's women. Just call it, uh, let's just call it what it is. This is guys, uh, you know, this is guys inventing a product that helps them. Uh, as far as I can tell, uh, as far as women go, it, it just causes nothing but problems. Why don't we just, why don't we just uh, call a spade a spade here and just start making douche in like you know uh, barbecue uh, flavor, uh, one that uh, you know tastes like uh, you know Paps uh, or Blue Ribbon or you know why don't we just uh, go all the way? Yeah, or even just the smells that guys enjoy, uh, the new car smell <laughs> in a douche. Could you imagine the new car smell in the douche, Drew? You're going down there. It's like you're 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 uh, having sex and you're on the showroom floor at the same time. Could there be anything better? Yeah, it's like armor all, and uh, yeah, that's what they ought to do. Start taking uh, familiar guy smells and putting them into the douche. Uh, I'm trying to think of a few. For me, it'd be pumpkin pie. Oh yeah, sure, that'd be it. Uh, I'd go. Uh, uh, I'd go down on Margaret Thatcher if I if I smelled just a hint of uh, nutmeg coming from uh, the royal panties. <laughs> I should say <laughs> the British panties. Uh, am I right, Drew? The, the, the right honorable ladies. The right panties. honorable uh, ladies' uh, panties. Uh, I really think if you could get that uh, showroom freshness uh, going on down there, that it would attract many more men to that region. Yeah. Uh, forget about all this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. Jasmine. Well, guys aren't into that. They're not into the... Uh, the uh Basket of daisies in springtime. No, not really. I'm all, you know, you, uh, the gay guys you're going to track down there, and that's uh, that's a little redundant. No, if you want to track good, uh, strong, heterosexual males, you give it a good, uh, you, give it a, you give it a smell. The smell of a ballpark. You know what I mean? That's what you, yeah. Smell of uh, hot roasted uh, peanuts and a beer, uh, mustard. You know, the, the smells of places that guys want to go. That's what, uh, that's what they ought to pick up on with these uh, douches. Trying to think of uh, the uh, other places that guys want to be as well. I, I think the ball ballpark sports bar don't have a sports bar. Well, have it a could be could be the you know, the fraternity basement. Uh, yeah, that that. Wait a minute, I've been with a few of those girls. No, uh, that's already fraternity, fraternity basement. A fraternity basement. Yeah, no, I have been with you. Oh, you I get see. that sort of dank, musty. Uh, I smell beer, but it's uh, it's not from today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jay, you're 15. I was hey. trying to cheer you up tonight, Adam. Thank you. Thank you for indulging me. Hey, Adam, Andrew. Um, my girlfriend, she wants to get in my pants, and she wants me to go, like, in her shirt and stuff, and, like, go all over. And she's had other boyfriends do that, and she always talks, well, not always, but sometimes talks about them when we're starting to get intimate. And the other boyfriends? Yeah. In what context? What does she say about them? Like, she talks about the length of their penis. Oh, no. Come on. Please. Really? Really. How small they are? No, how big they are. All right. That's, uh, that's a deal breaker. That is just... Uh, it's not a good sign. No. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't really know what to do. Cause are you happy with this relationship? Yeah. You are? 
But you, you're saying you're frightened by the way she's uh, sort of aggressively coming after you, right? And then yeah. she demeans you and uh, brings up other people, disturbing kinds of references. Doesn't sound like a good relationship to me. Jay? Yeah? Have you ever had another girlfriend? Yeah. You have? Have you uh, ever had anything physical with them? No. No. Uh, do you think you could lie successfully uh, to your girlfriend and talk about uh, the, the breast of the uh, last girlfriend you had when you're making out with your current girlfriend? Probably. Okay, because that's just good, solid advice. There. I, I think it's time out time. Time out for both these folks. Yeah, Jay, I, how old is this girl? 14. No, 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 no. Oh, boy. No, no, uh, no. I'm going to need to get her address off the air. There's a, a, an airstrike. Now, here's the way we're going to do this, Jay. <clears throat> She's 14. She knows not what she does. We're going to work a little ruse where um, you tell her to come over to the house. you got a new video game. And then we will coordinate that uh, with the team uh, and then uh, plan the strike so just the folks are at home. Uh, I will spare her, and we'll get any uh, young siblings out of the house, but the parents got to go. There's something going on here. Uh, she's 14. She's uh, had a bunch of boyfriends. She's uh, talking to Jay, her current boyfriend, about the size of her old boyfriend's penises. I mean, how many guys has she been with, Jay? I don't know. She, well, she only talks about two. Mm -hmm. That's enough. And if she's had sex with them? No. But she just measured their penis and went home? <laughs> I don't know. All I know is, like, she, she says she's seen it and she hasn't done anything with it. <clears throat> well, that's a, that's a step in the right direction, uh, I guess. But it, it's still... Uh, hey, Jay. Yeah. Do you think you could tell her when she does this, uh, hey, uh, what's up with that? I mean, why are you telling me this? Uh, what, are you, what are you trying to achieve here? I wish more people would say that to more people. Uh, you would catch them off guard. What's, the, what's your point? Yeah, uh, we're, we're making out here. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying, like, all get out to get an erection, and you're bringing up your old boyfriend's penis. Um, I hope we're leading to something here. Uh, what is the payoff to this? Why are you telling me this? Why do I need to know this? What is your plan? What are you trying to achieve? What is the desired result of you telling me about your uh, ex-boyfriend's penis? Is that supposed to turn me on? Uh, right. Are you just uh, are, you, are you so insecure and nervous that uh, you're, you're just sort of, uh, you know, have some sort of Tourette's uh, when you make out? Why don't you just ask her, Jay? Give her a chance. Maybe, um, you know, don't try not to be accusatory, but just ask her. Tell her it hurts your feelings. You don't want to hear it. And uh, why, why is it that she feels it, ne uh, feels it necessary to bring it up? All right. Absolutely. All right, draw, uh, Drew, sell the uh, hell out of that. Liz's boyfriend is pressuring her to have sex with him. She's 15. Okay. Hey, this is Greg Fitzsimmons, host of Fitzdog Radio, right here on Podcast One. Join me and my guests, people like Zach Galifianakis, John Hamm, Corolla, Hardwick, Rogan, everybody. Track my rage against middle age. Fitzdog Radio on Podcast One. Hey, how you doing? This is Dan from Goldfinger, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Corolla and Mountain Dew. I mean, Doctor Drew. Oh no, that's all I could come up with in short notice. <laughs> Even he got it wrong. Short notice. Corella. No, he didn't say that, did he? Mike. How you doing? This is Dan from Goldfinger, and you're listening to Love Line with Adam Corella and Mountain Dew. 
Corella. Now, Corella you, you said Corella when he said a form of Corolla. Okay. All right. That's just Neanderthal for Corolla. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> hey, uh, I hear... Uh, the uh, the record guys, uh, the record reps uh, from Goldfinger were saying uh, that the new album is just uh, amazing. They brought it by here. Yeah. Did you listen? No. Did, uh, did it make it out of the studio? Uh, yes, mine did. Mm. I am going to listen to it. Okay. I haven't had a chance uh, yet. Drew, uh, yours, of course, uh, did not make it out of the uh, studio, naturally. But uh, I'm glad to hear uh, that there's so high on the new, uh, the new CD by Goldfinger. And I'm guessing it's coming out soon if we got it already. So uh, we'll be uh, looking forward uh, to having uh, the boys in soon. Uh... I was telling, uh, oh, one thing I wanted to bring up, I always forget to do this. We're on in uh, New York. It's this show. Tonight's Thursday, right? Yeah. All right, this show gets played in New York on Sunday, right? right? Correct. Okay, we're on only once a week in New York. Correct. And it's this show. Right. Okay, we need to be on more than once a week. In New York. In New York. Or we'll never be on in New York. You know what I mean? we got to develop. An audience yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if anyone is uh, listening to this show, uh, late night, uh, Sunday night in New York, uh, call the uh, station. Tell them to put on every goddamn night. Do so, they have that, that damn Dr. Judy out there? Uh, not at the station. But she's on somewhere. Probably. Oh. oh. I, uh, I, I, uh, I feel so strongly about this show. Uh, I will uh, take on all comers. Oh, we love competition. I uh, yes, we welcome it. Yeah, bring absolutely. it on. Absolutely. Oh, the 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 thing I can't stand is when we're uh, not able to uh, get into a market because uh, they have some uh, crappier version, some ripoff, uh, crap version of this show in that market. This yeah. is why communism failed. By the way, we need uh, we need a free enterprise in competition to bring out the best. Uh, right. Let the best show win. Right. Don't assume because I'm not running like from it. anybody. Right. If someone's in a market, I want to be in that market. I, I don't care if they've been in there for five years and are number one. I want to go into that market and, and crush them. So, uh, uh, all right. Anyway. And also another thing, uh, our Kansas affiliate in Topeka, apparently we are the uh, evening entertainment at the local uh, PD. Oh, good. Police department there. Good. So, hi to Topeka Police Department. I've long uh, admired the Topeka uh, PD. Topeka kites. <laughs> the Topekian, uh, the uh, uh, very strong uh, uh, peace officer uh, fraternity over there in Topeka. Mm. So, uh, although I don't want the vice guys listening, oh, I, uh, oh, please, I don't command go there. You know, I curse all of you, and I uh, will not uh, tolerate you vice guys listening to the show because it, it goes against everything I stand for. All right, uh, producer Ann is going to the dentist uh, come Monday, I suppose. Uh, she's a little worried about it. Just and a little. <laughs> I haven't been in six years. She broke a tooth off. Oh, you haven't been in six years? Beautiful. Meaning I, I wasn't in five years. Uh, oh, I'm so scared. And I had a root canal. And uh, the guy was fine. He shot me up. He just kept he kept shooting me up uh, with stuff. Yeah. I got extra. What tooth do you do? Uh, and I, I don't want to. It's got a temporary feeling. But just show him. I mean, just in the back? Or is it? Yeah, it's right there. It's all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How long did it take? Uh, I was in the chair for, uh, I don't know, it was like three days. <laughs> no, it was, uh, I, I think I must have been in there about an hour, hour and 15. That's it? Hey, listen, uh, to have a, a guy inside of oh, your mouth for an it, hour. Stop it, stop it, stop <laughs> it. 
God. I know. <laughs> You're terrible. And uh, you know, here's you got to find somebody that has nitrous if that's really yeah. what's going on. Yeah, he has You're nitrous. Pathetic. He has nitrous. He does. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he told me he could get me quaaludes too, but I have to meet him out in the parking lot. Okay. He, he said, uh, "Here's the thing about the nitrous. It uh, at the dentist. It Did is." Did he offer it to you? No. Yeah. And of course, uh, I was you know I was PO'd because it was like. Uh, yeah, we got, you know, three quarters of the way through the procedure, uh, while I'm, I'm, I'm tearing up, he's saying, uh, you know, I could have given you a, a nitrous. Oh. And I'm like, ah, You were tearing I, up, so it hurt. Uh, here's my, See, here's you my, were lying to me. My mouth only opens so wide before my tear ducts open. You, you, you know what I mean? When my jaw, uh, becomes, uh, dis dislodged, like a, like a, a boa constrictor swallowing its prey, I start to tear up. But, uh, no, it, it wasn't too bad. Uh, ask for the nitrous uh, up front. And it, basically what it does is just calms your nerves. It doesn't uh, take away the pain. The nitrous? It, yeah, it mellows you out, and then they shoot you up. They can put you out pretty good with nitrous, too. Well, see, what? that's what I was telling the guy. Yeah, and he kept saying, no, 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 nitrous is not a painkiller. It's just a, it, you just don't care. Don't care. It's true. And then, right. we it's come in, then we come in. That's what I need. Yeah, you I don't care. don't care. Because like, I've cared for six years, and that means right, not right. going. Get the nitrous, and then you'll get the um, uh, the shot in the gum, and then everything will be uh, cool after that. But uh, the guy took the x-ray of my tooth, and he uh, he came in, and he goes, Well, I got some, uh, it's real bad. got some bad news. And then he gives me the options, uh, one of which is removing the tooth. And... Then obviously he goes on to say, "But uh, I think we can. I think we can save it." And I'm thinking to myself, "What kind of BS is this? I mean, as a doctor, you, you don't come in and go, well, I got real bad news. Um, it's a pretty advanced cancer. Um, we have two options. Uh, we could kill you uh, right now. I could just pistol whip you with a gun. I keep in the glove box in my car, or we could attempt some chemo. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, let me talk to my family, you a-hole." Oh, what the hell do you think I want to do? Uh, fix the tooth, you idiot. Uh, don't give me the option thing with that. I could remove the tooth. Maybe you weren't listening. Maybe it was, uh, I can spend a fortune trying to save the tooth, and in all probability, it's done. No, no, that that wasn't it. He he just put that out there because it was like, uh, my tooth was so bad that the only uh, other thing, they'd like to pick something that's absolutely w a little bit worse than what they're w where you actually are, and then go up to that. The it makes you feel tooth. better. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, Holmes. Uh, Liz. Yeah, hello. Hey, you're 15. First of all, I want to say I'm sorry for your grandpa. Well, thank you. And, and, I, and I, you know, we've got a lot of uh, real nice faxes and a lot of the callers. Uh, it feels nice, doesn't it? Yeah, it it's, it's real yeah, nice. It really does help. We, we have great listeners. We really do. I know. And yeah, I know Adam abuses you guys all the time. But, yeah, but uh, you know, I abuse you like a owner abusing his dog. Like you know? he abuses me. <laughs> No, it's done out of love. Yeah. Everyone knows I love them. Uh, yeah. And um, I guess I wouldn't really say that he's pressuring me. Well, we got into this conversation. How old is he? Um, he is um, 17. Mm -hmm. And he wants sex. He's pressuring you. Yeah. Whether you think he is or he isn't, he is. Um, and you know, stand firm. He, he is. True, please. We got into a conversation one night, and... I said that, yeah, I was ready, but now that I thought it over and thought it wasn't really a good idea, because I'm only 15, you know? Good for you. I thought it over, it wasn't a good idea, I don't, and 
I haven't really said that to him that I, you know, that I thought it over and I didn't think it was it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to say it to him without, you know, saying, "Oh yeah, I'm a fickle brain woman and I don't know what I want." You know what I'm saying? You're a what woman? Fickle, fickle brain woman. <laughs> now, you know what you want. You're just you're just being. Uh, I, I mean, the, the only f- fickleness here is what he is sort of uh, causing you to feel. You know, he's pressuring you so much that you feel like you're doing the wrong thing or you're going to lose him. I mean, you know what you want to do. Do that. Yeah. And and, uh, explain to him that if you do something uh, you don't want to do, you're going to end up resenting him uh, later and it's going to be worse. uh, You know what? He's not going to care. At 17? Will he care? Well, it could mean uh, no more sex. But if, if he's he already, really, if he really cares about it. But a lot of 17 year olds are just, they're just going for the conquest anyway. And believe me, uh, the uh, countdown to liftoff on the penis launching pad has already uh, begun for him. So uh, there's going to be like a, uh, 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 abort, abort, shut down, shut down main rocket you'll, you'll boosters. See, number, I mean, you, you'll just, see what he's really all about, too. And, and it's like uh, the, the shot of his uh, scrotum and sperm in there is going to look like uh, when, the, you know, they have that camera up at the NASA when uh, they scrub the missions, and everyone rolls their chairs back, and they pull their headphones off, and they slam them down on the desk, and guys start smoking and shaking their heads. Uh, that is going to be what's going on inside this man's uh, scrotum when he hears the news. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> I mean, you imagine that. You're 17, year old, uh, 17 years old. That's what guys need to get used to. Right. It's going to stabilize relationships. Sure. The only solution. Yeah. Drew uh, went to college in uh, 1974 when uh, you would actually get uh, blowjobs from strangers on the way to class uh, because there's no such thing as venereal disease and uh, it was nothing but free love back then. But now uh, that Drew has got that out of his system, uh, everyone else uh, must wait until uh, the sixth year of marriage before they have intercourse. Letitia. Hi. Hey, you're 15. Yeah. Um, first off, sorry for your loss. Thank you. Um, my boyfriend recently shared with me that he was uncircumcised, and I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about that. Well, it depends. Uh, uh, what do you want to know? Like, is he more apt to get STDs? No. No? No. And what really is it? Like, what What does it mean? Well, it's uh, it's really... The same as the regular penis. It's just after, uh, shortly after birth, they attach a foreskin to it. Um, they suture it on. Yeah, they suture on a little uh, extra piece of skin around there, and the scar usually goes away. Now, you know what a regular penis looks like? Yeah. And you see, uh, you know, uh, even uh, young boys, you see with the regular penis, it's a, it's a shaft, and then it has the head of the penis. And then this is a procedure, the... Um, uh, the 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 procedure would actually uh, sew on a little uh, piece of cylindrical skin. I'll graft it off of another part of the body. Uh, I'm surprised you uh, asked that question, Drew. I'm just, usually, I'm just, I'm, it's a rhetorical question. That's a fleshy part of the thigh, usually. Oh, okay. All right, so it's really just like a regular penis, but they add a foreskin. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I, All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. The fact there's is no problems. That uh, there's no problems. That uh, America is one of the few countries in the world, at least industrialized countries, oh, that Drew, indulges in this just, behavior. Uh, come on, let's and, just uh, let it go. All right, it's fine. <laughs> You're fine. Let's go to commercial. Oh, all right. All right. 
if your son was murdered? How did you nobody? Who did? Your daughter arrested. As of today, this case is officially being categorized as a hate crime. Your child framed. No, 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 he was driving the car. That's all he was doing. Where does the truth lie? You have to have faith. From the Oscar-winning screenwriter of 12 Years a Slave comes television's next great groundbreaking drama, American Crime. Series premiere Thursday, March 5th at 10, 9 central on ABC. For Gray, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Who was that? Oh, Jeff. Oh, my. Jeff or Gray? Oh, is that loud? Yes, uh, the love of my life. She should uh, come over here and console me today. All right, we have a surprise guest here uh, on Loveline who has uh, no headphones, but that's fine. You can hear my voice. Uh, all right, can't you, Kitty? But we can't hear her as Mike? Yeah, speaking of the microphone. Oh, I think uh, Mike Mike wasn't aware that she was going to be on, so um, it's uh, it's excused. But uh, Kitty is uh, Dr. Drew's, uh, what, how old are you, 14? No. 15? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> I was three and a half months off, Drew. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, Drew, why didn't you tell uh, Engineer Mike that uh, we're going to have a uh, never guest heard to me that we have somebody sit down at the mic that uh, the engineer wouldn't understand. That's what that's all about. What? Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, now, wait a minute. Oh, hold on, Mike. Mike, there is Mike's going off. Uh, yeah, thank you. you. Don't tee off uh, yet, Mike. I will, de- I will defend you as only your mother could. We have many people come in here during the break, and the only open chair is the one where the I guest see. sit. I see. Uh, he had no reason to believe that uh, Miss Kitty was going to come in here, sit down, and talk into a mic. All right. All right. Well, now it's now all right. Kitty, uh, how are you doing in school there, Kitty? <laughs> <laughs> doing all right? Yeah, I'm She's talking fine. on the side of the mic. All right. So uh, you're 15. Mm-hmm. Teenagers are so fickle. Uh, uh, Drew's cousins, you're 14. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Whatever. Right. So you're uh, you're all of uh, fifteen. You're a beautiful young lady, and I don't I don't mean that in a sexual way, but you're you're blossoming into a woman. And uh, let's figure out the relation here with Drew. Mm-hmm. You are uh, Drew's uh, wife's uh, what? What's going on here? <laughs> Brother's daughter. Right. Drew's wife's. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, and they're beautiful kids, are mm-hmm. they not? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, sick, but beautiful. What's the matter with them? Oh, Pauline is sick. Yeah. Wow. Mike uh, is uh, the stolen his revenge. Yes, uh, <laughs> Satan is uh, taking over uh, Drew. <laughs> so uh, you're 15. You have. Uh, we had your other. We had your sister on the show here. Yeah. Uh, well, it must ago. have been three, four yeah. uh, weeks ago. Uh, what are you going into the, uh, you in the going into the tenth grade? Eleventh. Are you going into eleventh? I'm about to turn sixteen. Oh, okay. Oh, that's why I got the yaw at fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's going on with uh, the kids uh, these days? Are you uh, you okay? You dating? Mm-hmm. You have a boyfriend? I have a boyfriend. Uh huh. How long have you been uh, going out with him? Eight months. And uh, how old is he? Uh, he's sixteen. And uh, is he moving at an acceptable pace for you? Mm-hmm. He's not uh, pressuring you for sex or more sex or anything like that? <laughs> no, no, we're fine. Uh-huh. Now, do you, do you plan on getting married to this guy? <laughs> uh, no? Well, I'm only 15. All right, so you're very sensible. Although she doesn't come from Drew's side of the family, so uh, all bets are off. She comes from that crazy Susan side of the family. But the brother, <laughs> uh, the brother seems uh, relatively sane, uh, your father. Mm, 
at times. All right, are your uh, are your mother and father still together? No. No. Is that when did they separate? Mm, four years ago. Mm. Were you all right with that, or yeah, the... actually, uh, they sent me to therapy because we weren't like all. I have a brother and a sister. Uh-huh. We went into therapy because we weren't upset. Right. And so they were worried we were like detaching ourselves or something. Right. No. So. Yeah, I I uh, I believe uh, my parents got divorced as well, but uh, I was probably seven or eight years old. Sometimes when parents uh, do stuff, uh, they they believe that the kid should have a, a greater reaction than they're actually right. having. And, yeah. and the reality is, is uh, sometimes uh, 13, 14-year-olds uh, can give a rat's hiney about the, the parents. <laughs> and it's not as traumatic, especially in this day and age of uh, over 50% of the couples uh, being divorced. It's not quite as traumatic as uh, they'd like to make it out to be. And I think they send the kids to therapy to sort of ease their guilt uh, a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's part, uh, hey, we'll take care of the kids, but it's part, we'll feel better about what uh, our, the guilt we have uh, about separating from the children uh, uh, this way. So it's all right, because now you have mom and dad both uh, competing for your love instead of ganging <laughs> up and kicking your ass around the house uh, like they used to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll take a call, and we'll get the uh, kitty's uh, almost 16-year-old uh, take <laughs> on all these. Uh, we have a, uh, uh, a sage in the Loveline studio. Tracy? Yes. You're 27. Yeah. Hold on a second. I don't want to <laughs> put you on the spot. Is there any attraction at all to me? Oh, uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't mean in a gross physical way, but just as a, um, let's say, a mentor. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I mean, you know, I, I obviously, uh, you know, uh, our our love would be taboo, and uh, I'm way too old for you. Right. I actually like to think of you as way too young for me. That's a good thing. But uh, just as a man, uh, do you, you have any feelings at all? No? Mm, Nothing? No. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you, you could turn on the TV and see, uh, you know, right, uh, yes. you know, a, a I'm guy. I'm not saying you're unattractive. Right, right. No, right, what I'm yes. saying is is it's uh, perfectly healthy for a 15-year-old girl to have a crush. On you. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but on an older guy. There's right. nothing wrong with that. A little puppy love. Nothing going on there. Mm, no, sorry. Well, what kind, of, what, what, uh, <laughs> what kind of... Kind of, you know, I could take you away from that horrible life you had. Uh, <laughs> we'd live up in my palatial estate. Oh, good. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd show you, I'd teach you about opera and fine <laughs> wine and uh, pornography. <laughs> what uh, uh, what kind of guys are you attracted to? You like the blonde guys? Uh, actually, my boyfriend is very blonde. No, okay. Extremely. So you uh, go for the... Uh, actually, she was telling me she was in a punk music somewhat before we came yeah. down. I was talking about the, the, the famous Pennywise incident. Oh, the vomiting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she never heard that? No. <laughs> I, I heard about it. Then. Oh, uh, Engineer uh, Mike, could you uh, see if you could find... Uh, it, you have to understand this is a thrill for young Kitty, uh, being into the band Pennywise, to understand that, that uh, one of the members of Pennywise actually vomited on her uncle, Uncle Drew. This is, uh, this is tremendous. Uh, Mike, should I take a call, or do you, uh, do you uh, know where that one is? Okay. Uh, oh, boy. You really did mean a second. All right, so um, um, hang on to your panties, uh, Kitty. This is uh, <laughs> Uncle Drew being vomited upon by Pennywise. Okay, go ahead. <coughs> That's fine. I mean, um, I was just wondering, like, uh, what's the chance of don't throw up on me. Oh, my God. Get out of here. 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 Get out of here.
is over. I'm pretty much currently. Okay, bye. Yes, uh, Love Line is over. It's not our fault. We have a big, ugly man in our guitar band. And, uh, yeah. Stuff like this makes me sick. Oh, you could hear the attitude come right in there. <laughs> Get the f out. That was Ant. <laughs> so that's uh, got to be quite a thrill for you, uh, knowing that uh, Uncle Drew was uh, vomited upon by uh, by one of your idol bands, Fletcher from uh, Pennywise. Uh, um. You know that's, that's what she's great. saying. That's <laughs> screw, screw that Uncle Drew is a uh, star of Loveline and on MTV. She's bragging that you were uh, once vomited yes. on by oh, men. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pennywise. Yeah. Well, that's in fact be, well, it's still a marker distinction that I carry proudly. <laughs> yeah. Take one more call. Come on. All right. Uh, four. Huh? Four. four. Oh, okay. Uh, Tracy. Yes. I had Eddie Vedder kick me in the nuts once. <laughs> Are you impressed? Oh. No. No more attracted to me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, she likes the blonde guys. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Tracy, what's <laughs> going on? Tracy. Yeah, oh, are you talking to me now? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I think Susan must have poisoned the, the young girls' minds to me. I think that's what it is. Yeah, she's careful to coach them to stay the hell away from uh, you. Okay, <laughs> Tracy. Yes? What's up? Well, I've had a lot of halfway meaningful relationships and one marriage, and almost all of them have come to a point where I can't open up all the way emotionally. I can't connect. And then I start to feel repulsed by the other person. Mm -hmm. And then it comes to a bad end where I'm actually totally against any physical contact. And I end up, if they start to talk to me about it, I end up like curling into a tight little ball and, and I can't even speak. Mm -hmm. No, that's not we, we don't have to vote. We don't even. We're not fun. gambling. No. Although I was thinking gambling we, the whole time. No, you don't have to. All right. Uh, somebody uh, sexually abused you. Um, and how old were you when that happened? Well, I can remember being very little and having a group of male cousins trying to teach me about sex. All right. They weren't teaching you. They were sexually abusing you. Yeah, I never considered it abuse, but I suppose it is. That's what it is. It was, it's like a very vague memory. Well, you're, you're reacting to it in the present. And, uh, I and then I had a stepfather incident right. when I was about 14, where right. I woke up and he had his uh, forefinger in my underwear, and I sat up so fast that I smacked him in the chest and knocked the wind out of him. Oh, poor, poor guy. Is he all right? I don't care. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, let's be fair. Send out the strike team. It's not like there were blood or anything. Oh. It was sort of funny, though. It's not funny. Oh, well. Uh, I have the wind knocking out of him now. Uh, now, uh, these moms. Ah, uh, I just, I, I, I I've would. I've never told her. Ah, I would kick my mom in the, in the, in the, uh, do women have groins? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right in the groin. Technically, yes. I, I never told her. Um, we came very close to having that conversation about a week ago, and, and she... Right, is she okay. still she with him? Is she still with him? Yes. Mm. Oh, that is... Uh, uh, you have any other brothers and sisters? I have a younger brother, mm -hmm. but no other sisters. Well, I have a stepsister that's older, and she didn't live with us. All right, well, look, uh, you're not going to change your behavior in relationships unless you get some help. I mean, they've had some, some atrocities... 
perpetrated upon you at a delicate age, and you're reacting naturally now to stimuli that that re-trigger those old feelings, and you're not going to get through them, probably not going to get through them in any regular relationship. It's really going to require a therapeutic relationship in order for that to happen. Go get help. This pattern is not going to break. <laughs> if it does, it's gonna it, it's gonna be um, only because you seek out abusive guys. Uh, yeah, and the, the, that, those that, fulfill your needs uh, to be in that yeah. position uh, where you can try to work these things out. But of course, they're abusive guys, and you can't. Yeah, hey, you don't. Uh, this whole little work itself out thing uh, doesn't apply to people that were experimented on uh, by their cousins. No, right? because you try to work it out with people who are the same kind of abusive perpetrators. And, and guess what? You end up acting out the same thing over and over and over again, never okay. working anything else. Out. We're going to go to break. Uh, Kitty, tell me how cute I am right before we go to break. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come okay. on. Come on. You're very attractive. Thank you. All of my movies. Kristen Johnson from Third Rock from the Sun. That big, tall, cool drink of blonde water. Oh, boy. I can't wait. Uh, Motley Crue will be in here uh, next week as well. Also, uh, Rick Ocasek from the Cars. And a, a guy who's producing a lot of bands and doing all that. And uh, married to uh, Paulina Poliskovich, or whatever her name is. Oh, I, I could do an hour on how we got her in the sack. Have you seen her? Yeah. Oh, have you seen? Okay. Uh, Kitty? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you. I think uh, if I had another half hour with the girl, I could turn her around. <laughs> She'd be uh, fetching me. Uh, oh my God, I'm getting her out of here. From the fridge. Yes, Adam, thank you. Uh, we have a little happy note to leave on. Uh, what is that? Faggot better run. <laughs> that was it? He put me up to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, just try to cheer you up before you go. Oh, I appreciate it. That was your it. favorite. Yeah, that is my favorite. And uh, uh, Grandpa would have wanted it that way. The uh, faggot better run drop. Now, uh, I appreciate uh, the uh, listener support. It, it means a lot, and uh, I'll um, go uh, help out Grandma tomorrow. But uh, thank you all uh, from the bottom of my heart uh, for your support tonight. It means a lot. Uh, not only uh, the listeners uh, with the calls and the emails, but uh, Ann and... This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. When you're ready to buy a car, you got to go True Car because True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Everyday True Car users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. Dr. Drew? First, download the True Car mobile app or go to truecar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, second, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Yes, and third. Third, it's simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states with True Car you can save time, save money, and never, ever overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the TrueCar mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com.